Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have a very special guest. He's an actor, a comedian, and you can see him in Shrink on Hulu. It's Tim Baltz. Hi, thanks Hi. for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. We're so excited to have you. What a great theme song. Oh, thank you. That's our friend Andrew Clotworthy. Thank you. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's probably the best in the theme song game. So really? yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you need one, hit him up. <laughs> Does he do other what other theme songs has he done? He, uh, there are yeah, <laughs> Gabe and I and our friend July do another podcast called Trends with Benefits and he made a classic song. Everybody loves it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very timely. It references like memes from two years or maybe like four years ago now. <laughs> like Left Shark and you know yeah, the yeah. classics. <laughs> yeah. Well that's that was great, honestly. That yeah. song sounds like uh it could be an empire records or uh, yeah nice agreed it's good no it is he's gonna love hearing that yeah yeah it sounds great (laughs) thank you um thanks for being on the show my pleasure um we we always ask our guests um what is your basketball history so i started playing i grew up in joliet illinois which is like an hour and a half southwest of chicago Mm mm-hmm and basketball is a very important thing there. At least uh, it was when I grew up. That was the way that you kind of got respect at school if you were good at basketball. And I started playing YMCA basketball when I was uh, six or seven, I wow. think. So in first grade, mm-hmm. um, I loved it. I wasn't very good the first year. I was really short. <laughs> well, you were six or seven. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're all short. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wasn't playing against adults. <laughs> Uh, I was playing against other six or seven year olds and I'm short (laughs) in comparison to them. Yeah. Uh, And then the second year I started to get a little better. And then by the time I was in third grade, um, I was, I started to get pretty good. And then by fourth grade uh, and fourth and fifth grade, I was, I was very good. And I played for my tiny, you know, public grade school Mm -hmm. and I was the, I was the point guard. Very cool. Some would say the star point guard. Ooh. <laughs> but really, when you're that old, if there's one person who is good at dribbling and the rest of the team isn't, that's going to be the star of the team. <laughs> because nice. the coach is just like, I don't care what happens. I'm just so frustrated watching people get the ball stolen from them. Yeah. So we're just going to give this person the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I and then I, again, didn't really grow sixth grade. I couldn't jump and I remember I went to school and I couldn't touch the net and someone made fun of me for it. No. Yeah. And so I would go on the steps leading down to our basement at home. I would do 250 calf raises in a row at night. Damn. Jeez. Yeah. And, And usually I'd do 500 a night. And then by seventh grade, I could touch halfway up the net. Whoa. Yeah. It, so it worked. You Hard built work. up your calves. I built up my calves. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like Steph Curry. Everyone said you couldn't do it, and you just worked hard, and it paid off. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He's <laughs> He really took that advice and ran very far with it. <laughs> I just got halfway up the net. Yeah. Well, it's still same, very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And same then general idea. Yeah. Our Oh, this is... Actually, this is uh, this was heartbreaking for me at the time. Sixth grade, I try out for the basketball team, and um, I have a really good tryout. But I'm one of the shortest guys there, and there's another guy who's super short, uh, and I th- and then another and another guy that was like kind of tall but slow. Mm-hmm. And I think that the tall slow kid he was 
uh, the son of one of the teachers in the school in mm-hmm. our junior high. And then the other short kid, he was the younger brother of a guy who was on the eighth grade team. So he kind of had an in on the team. Mm-hmm. And I used to destroy both these guys. But the coach who was running the tryouts, he thought that I was the son of the guy, the tall guy. Mm. And so when they were picking, telling us who was on the team, which they did right in our, our faces. <laughs> no. The last day of tryouts, they just lined us all up and they were like, you're on the team, you're on the team, you're on the team. And then there were like four guys left and I wasn't on the, and he looked at me when he called the, the name of the kid who's was the son of a teacher. He looked right at me and he was like, Kevin Markham. And I'm like, that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) And then he kind of like got shaken and then, uh, went back to his list and then read like the last couple people. And then I wasn't there and and I was looking at him like, are you kidding? (laughs) I had a very good like tryout for, yeah. for the last few days. It's like a clerical error. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I bet he was stoked because he's like, I got to put this kid on, but at least he's good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I never got total confirmation, but then uh, a referendum failed in our hometown and they took sports away from our junior high. What? All of them? Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yes. So I couldn't even try out for seventh or eighth grade. And then we would just have these like massive, super rowdy, like kind of brawl filled uh, scrimmages. And uh, it, that would be like during recess, you know, mm-hmm. everyone just kind of play basketball. And then after school, you could stay. And the guy who had been the coach who was like a history teacher. Mm-hmm. He would oversee this. But really, he was just reading magazines and making sure there weren't like full brawls. <laughs> but there were no refs. People were just like hacking each other. Jeez. And I was still kind of short but I could shoot really well. And this girl, Trina Kelly, she would play and she didn't take shit from any of the guys. Nice. And she would be like, Tim, you know, like you're the best shooter out here. You got to uh, take more shots. I'm like, ah, you know, I can't really, uh, it's really, it's too physical. Like I'm just getting shoved around. Mm. So she would get the ball. She would, she would run like, <laughs> run like her own pick and roll. Where <laughs> she'd make me come to the top of the key past the three-point line mm. she'd pass the ball off and then she'd basically shove her the guy that was guarding her and the guy that was guarding me she'd just shove both of them <laughs> and give me an open three-pointer damn nice. she yeah. sounds like a badass yeah. she's such a badass do you still know her no uh-uh God, she, i wonder what she's doing she's probably listening days. to this <laughs> I, she didn't i don't know if she went to the same high school that i went to but she was a like she was a good basketball friend in seventh grade. Man, wow! And then I started to get a little taller. But then I played soccer in high school, and I would have had to quit the team to try out for basketball. Mm. And so I I played a lot. I th- I don't know. I th- I got better and better. Mm-hmm. I was I, I was probably at my best like junior year. Mm-hmm. And um, if you were a varsity athlete, instead of gym PE, you could do powerlifting. And so I would. Uh, powerlifting every Wednesday we had just like free gym so we would go and the basketball players would play against the other varsity athletes oh wow so it'd be like some of the baseball players and and soccer players Mm -hmm. and uh, usually they'd win but we would beat them enough that they'd get really mad (laughs) like what are all these like soccer and baseball players doing beating like five guys that are on the basketball right that's funny and uh, I, I used to do pistol Pete drills in my basement um, so I'd like close my eyes and just do all these like dribbling drills. Mm-hmm. So I was really good at dribbling. That I was sounds a, intense. I was a good shooter <laughs> and, uh, I was just too short to be on the team. The team was good. It went to state like every other year. Mm. Um, so I, I, I probably, if I had even tried, I, I would have been maybe a 12th man at best, mm-hmm. 
but uh, I don't know. I was borderline. Yeah. So you, you were, it sounds like super into sports yeah. growing up. Did you think like, Oh, I could, I could do this professionally. Oh yeah. I was probably 23 when I, when I finally, it finally dawned on me like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. 23. <laughs> I mean, you all, everyone, everyone who loves basketball grows mm. up playing basketball is always like, I don't know, you know, if enough guys got hurt in the game <laughs> and I was at the game and they were like, we heard you're a good shooter and good dribbler. All you need to do is hit one three yeah. and then you retire. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. So when did you stop? Or are you still playing now? Yeah, I still play. Okay. Um, not as much. I could still shoot. Uh, but the ball handling, like that's just it being good at ball handling in like 1999 or 2000 is so different than now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, 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 we used to practice like Iverson moves you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. where he'd, he'd do that one where he'd be dribbling with his right hand and then he, he'd go to crossover and then the ball would go all the way around his mm-hmm. back and then come back out on the right side. Yeah. And that was like magic. And now there's like, 50 moves that are crazier and more impressive. Right, yeah. I mean, we just watched a Celtics game. Like Kyrie Irving is, yeah. he's, it's obscene how good he is. Yeah. And how many moves uh, he has within like just a couple movements. Mm-hmm. He's always kind of faking and he's a maestro. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So you're a Chicago Bulls fan. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been a Bulls fan? Uh, since I think, well, if, First year I would have played YMCA basketball would have been 87, 88. Mm. And that was Pippen's first or second year, first year in the league. And he was my favorite player Mm -hmm. first um, because Jordan hadn't won anything yet. And he was kind of a, everyone was like, oh, he's a ball hog. He doesn't pass enough. Yeah. So I was a huge Scottie Pippen fan first. And then it became a huge Alonzo Mourning fan. And I have 415 Alonzo Mourning cards at home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I collected for three years. I spent all my money on basketball cards for, <laughs> from like 92, 93 to uh, 95, 96. And I ended up with 415 Alonzo Morning cards. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. What, what do you keep them in? I mean, they're just in like binders in my mom's attic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, my mom's like, you got to take these. I'm like, oh. You got to frame them. You got to find like a cool way to frame yeah, them or something. Put them in like a light box or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's only one card from his rookie year that I don't have. Mm. Uh-oh. It, it is a Skybox 9293 Skybox Redemption card. And I've only that seen That sounds intense. Yeah. I only saw it once. I had a friend of mine who was like, I saw it at a flea market and I almost bought it for you. But then I was like, well, it costs this much and I would have tried to like get you to pay more for it and I knew you wouldn't have the money. And I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> you know, I was like... 13. Yeah. Um, it was the only card that escaped me. And I could go find yeah. it, but it's one of those things where, like, well, once you have it, then. No, what am I talking about? I should buy no, it. No, yeah. buy it. And yeah. that's not your friend. He should have got it for you. Yeah, right? Yeah. If he knew that was like the one card you were missing. Get well, it. He should have got it for you, waited until your birthday. Yeah. Surprise you with it. Popped out of a cake holding it. <laughs> well, we weren't super close. Oh, okay. Not pop out not of a cake. cake. Close. Just, no, no. He was just a guy in my class who uh, okay. went to a flea market. <laughs> Well, God, I I feel like you should go on that quest. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, literally, it's probably like two clicks away. It's probably on eBay. Yeah, (laughs) it it is. I mean, these days. Maybe it's too easy now. Gabe's looking at it right now. (laughs) Did you find it? It's a dollar and 80 (laughs) cents. Oh, no. (laughs) Is that it? Is that? No, that's the rookie. Uh, You got to look up redemption. Yeah, redemption card. (laughs) Skybox redemption. 
that was the thing is that they they would have these inserts. I don't know how much you know about basketball cards. They would, Nothing. So I had some. Because, really? Well, in the 90s, it was just early 90s. I, I remember it being just popular to collect collecting cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just had like a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the, so you have like the regular card. You have series one and mm. series two. And the, then the kind of mid-90s starts this like massive influx of in, what are called inserts, mm-hmm. which are like special cards that you only get one in every six packs or one in every 40 packs yeah. or one in every 500 packs mm-hmm. or whatever. And the redemption card was like one in every, I don't know, 1,200 packs. or Oh, wow. Yeah, it was hard to get. And then you would get it and you had to redeem it. So you'd have to mail it mm-hmm. to this address on the back of the card. And then they would send you like the the... the lottery picks Mm -hmm. these special cards that didn't come in packs that they only made a select number of Mm -hmm. so it'd be like the top 12 or 14 rookies yeah and uh you know morning was one of them he was number two and yeah beyond that i i just chose him because everyone liked Shaq, and he was the number two pick and i was like i like this guy and then the more i got to know him the more i'm like wow he's one of the most fascinating human beings to ever play in the nba really yeah he's why he well, he has he has a book called Resilience, which you should read. If okay, you okay. Um, but he and he does a ton of charity work, and he, uh, you know, he had focal glomerulosclerosis. I can never say that. <laughs> a kidney um, uh, ailment mm. that he that he beat, which is uh, not easy to beat, um, and it kind of cut his career short, like right in his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, if you read the book, he he just had a fascinating life. When he was 11 in Virginia, his parents were separated. And at the time, the Virginia courts let the child decide who to go with. Oh, wow. Which that's crazy. is not normal. Is no, not that's messed up. It's highly unusual. Yeah. yeah. And he, knowing, knowing that he was going to be very good at basketball and wanted kind of like a stable home life, elected to put himself into foster care. What? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this book, it's a fascinating read. He's a... He's a great human being. Wow. If I met him, I think I would, how would, that I would be, sob. How, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. How would that be, be more stable? Um, I think he, I forget if he knew this, this woman who had a, uh, a lot of foster kids mm. in the area mm-hmm. or he, I'm, I'm not totally sure. Yeah, that's so, that's so that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. 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 I got to read this book. It's a real, real toss up. What's going to happen to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's also, he had like, he had the box haircut. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. And that was like my favorite. Like all the kids in school that had that, I'm, I was so jealous. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm Can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. I got a flat top once, and it, like, wilted, like, day two. (laughs) (laughs) Like, here I thought I'd I'd be, like, Dolph Lundgren and Rocky, you know? And I had this, like, tight, like, high, like, guile Street Fighter II hair, you know? Amazing. And my hair just does not work that way. Oh, (laughs) you just got to gel it and then hang upside down for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So you're wearing a very cool Chicago Bulls yeah. jacket. Yeah. Is this a newer jacket did, that did you just looks it? retro? Did or? you wear it just for us or were you already wearing it? Well, it was a Bulls game. Okay, yeah, that's uh, true. I almost wore a, a regular clothes mm. and then just a Portland Trailblazers hat that my <laughs> girlfriend got for me, which is like from the early 90s, which yeah. is very cool. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I decided to wear this because it was a Bulls game. This I actually got in New York at the NBA store. And it is a retro kind of thing. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. Yeah. It's like a track, like an 80s or early 90s track jacket. And it has the old Bulls logo, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did this. I uh, flew out and auditioned for SNL in 2012. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of my consolation gift. 
I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to get it. So I'm just going to buy this like $100 bulls jacket. Amazing. Sometimes you got to treat I yourself. Think you deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> Auditioning press and all kind of sucks. Really? I mean, it's like, it's the coldest room you'll ever be in. Mm. I've uh, heard this before. It's, I, it's, it, it, it's an honor. It doesn't suck in the sense that right, it's right, a, right. not an honor. It's mm. totally an honor. And it's very, you know, it was surreal and super cool and, I grew up idolizing the show like so many people. Right. But um, so, what do you have to do? What do you have to like? Are you you just do sketches that they give you, or are you coming with your own sketches? You have to do like a you know a mixture of impressions mm. and characters. Okay. And uh, and there's not that many people in the room, right? Yeah, there's like nine or fifteen. Or mm. <laughs> and they're they're no instructed laughing. not to laugh, is what I heard. Yes. That yeah. Lauren really? said to you know the people in there like you cannot laugh. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and you're like, so you're prepared for that because you know it. Yeah. You don't go in thinking like, I'm gonna crush. Yeah. And then that you just set yourself up for failure. Mm. Um, so I went in knowing that. And then at a certain point, like in during my second character I was doing, I saw the boom above me mm-hmm. kind of shaking, and I snuck a peek <laughs> over, and the boom guy, the boom guy wasn't looking at me, and he was laughing, and he was. <laughs> And the boom was moving up and down. And nice. I'm like, hey, I got the boom guy. That's all I need. That's all you need. Yeah. He was shortly fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only laugh I got from the actual gallery was when I, this is 2012, when I said, uh, this is a Harrison Ford impression. And they laughed. <laughs> they didn't laugh at the impression. They just laughed at you saying this is. This, so this is Harrison Ford ordering lunch, ordering at a, like a restaurant for his family. Yeah. And like they laughed and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> this not going to beat that. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Do you remember that Harrison Ford uh, mashup video of like all the no. times he talks about his family in, in movies? No. That's no. fun. It's like a minute and a half or three minutes long. And it's just like, my family. <laughs> it's like, what? My, my wife, my family, not my daughter. <laughs> That's it. And I should have just done that. Oh, my God. I should have just said like, you know that YouTube video? <laughs> And then done it, and they would have been like, wow, hip, interesting. You're on the cast. I I mean, just from what you did just now, I would put you on SNL. I loved it. I looked up afterwards, I got home, and I was like, when was the last time they did a Harrison Ford impression? It hadn't been done in 20 years. They hadn't done it since 92. Oh, my God. And here I am in 2012 being like, "Uh, Harrison Ford? (laughs) Yes? Yes, you like this? They seemed (laughs) open to it. I mean, they started laughing early on. And then I closed them to it. <laughs> <laughs> but Harrison Ford, I mean, if they had just known that the Star Wars, I know, you know, movies are coming back out, and he would have had this resurgence. Yeah, yeah. And you were Blade ahead Runner. of the curve. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There, uh, you always look back on that, like, oh, what if? What would have happened? I like sleep, so I think I would have been bad at the job. Oh yeah. Um, it seems pretty grueling. I, yeah, I, I have a ton of respect for the people that can do it. Yeah. And, and do it well under those circumstances. And then I know a lot of people that were there for a year or two and and are like, I, I really hated the circumstance, the environment. Totally. Because it's not conducive for me personally. Yeah. Right. To that. Yeah, so, I, I think I would hate it too. I think not I that anyone's offering anything no. to me. Do you, do you want it? Yeah. Uh, it, can you give it to me? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. You really flipped so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you went to hating it <laughs> to accepting the job. I'm you love it okay. and you want the job. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it would be super cool, but it, it didn't happen, and and ultimately that's okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, look at where you are now on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to watch the Bulls beat the Celtics? Yeah. Oh, my God. Man. We did. We'll get to the game in a little bit. Okay. Um, we yeah. Got, should we get into our first segment? Yeah. So we usually, you know, so much happens in a week. Uh, in the NBA. So we like to do some quick headlines that we call previously on basketball. Previously on Terminator, basketball. the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Chloe <laughs> 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 Kardashian dumps Tristan Thompson's cheating ass. Duke's Zion Williamson sprains his knee after busting a Nike. Knicks are blaming their season on Fortnite. Space Jam 2, starring LeBron, gets a release date July 16th, 2021. James Harden's beef with referee Scott Foster escalates. 76ers Franklin the Dog celebrates his birthday with all his mascot friends. (laughs) Ben Simmons to Nurkic. You talk a lot of shit for being ass. (laughs) (laughs) Kyrie doesn't want to be asked about free agency. Okay, so... Are any of these news to you? Did you hear about all these stories? Um, Yeah, well, the only one I didn't... I read it, but I didn't know if Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe or vice versa. He cheated on her with Kylie Jenner's best friend. Whoa. Yeah. It's a huge scandal. (laughs) He kind of wanted it to be over. (laughs) Well, it seems, yeah. He also like was publicly like making out with her. So it's like, yeah, yeah. He's looking for a way out. And this is this, if I recall during the playoffs last year, he did make out with someone in a club or something. So it's like, yeah, she should have dumped him a long time ago. So she was pregnant. She was about to give birth. Oh my God. Is it his child? Yes. And this, this video came out of him in a club making out with two chicks. And then it was like, she was like, I forgive him. Everything's fine. And then fast forward a year. Now this is going on. Do you, do you trust the Kardashian? I mean, he's, that's, that's bad. Don't do that. That's, that's bad. Um, (laughs) But do you, like they they orchestrate so much of yeah, their yeah. lives that that's true. Part of me that's like, is this was it already over? And then it's like, okay, hey, you know what'll make headlines? Go. Do, I hate that sounds so cynical. No, I think you're right because I do think about things like that too. But for this, it's like this girl has been like she lives with Kylie Jenner. She oh Kylie buys her cars and like oh. takes her on trips. Like, can you imagine? Like she, her life, like is Chloe's destroyed. gonna see her yeah. again, maybe. She, or she's maybe not, not gonna recover. Maybe not. She's not gonna recover from that. So like, her name's Jordan. Yeah, something, Jordan right? Woods. So it's like, she wouldn't. I don't think she would purposely do that to herself because now, ev- and everybody, of course, blames her for it. Even though he's the one who's oh, in it's a relationship. his fault. Yeah, he's- it's his fault. I mean, she's not cool for doing that to her sister's boyfriend. But, but- also, like, so how old is Jordan Woods? Like. 19 she's young she's like early 20s oh yeah okay Uh, i don't know he just seems horrible yeah (laughs) yeah and i don't like follow this uh agata loves this because she's like my dude this is this is what i know (laughs) (laughs) celebrity gossip meets basketball that's what we've been waiting for this all year (laughs) finally i knew there would be another cheating scandal with him because he's a piece of doo-doo yeah. yeah i mean he just sounds like garbage and honestly she's better off without him true but Take she, sh- she should have dumped run. him a year ago yeah it's true 
Yeah. She knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Chloe, we, I know you're listening. You're a beautiful queen. You need to respect yourself. Know that you can do better and just raise that baby right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, what else do we have? The, so, we have clips, right? Yeah. Can we, um, this is just such a fun little clip. Can we listen to the Ben Simmons? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did Nurkic. you hear this? Hell no. Nurkic said hell no. I just feel better when he's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to hear, but he said you talk a lot of shit for being ass. Being ass. <laughs> Which I, is, Nurkic is better than Ben Simmons. So, like, I don't know. I think people love Ben Simmons. They're, he's the, a better shooter than yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah. He's a better free throw shooter than Ben Simmons. Well, who isn't? But he's, he's not ass. <laughs> yeah. Nurkic yeah. is not He's ass. definitely he not, not ass. ass. You're right. So, like, Ben Simmons is insulting him. He's not accurately... <laughs> like right. describing him. Like yeah. I think Nurkic is allowed to talk shit. He's not ass, so yeah. he can he can talk some trash. Yeah. Now is this is this more because uh, the mics picked this up mm-hmm. that it's big? Because it, I feel like someone saying like, "Hey, you are," you know. Well, uh, sorry, I just conjugated and just got weird. <laughs> I was about to say you are being ass. <laughs> But that's not like saying that someone saying like Nurkic is being ass <laughs> is I don't, my brain just like can't conjugate. This. I bet that he just, sentence was said before on a basketball court, yeah. so it's fine. You are being ass, but it, I the, so many worse things are said on oh, a basketball yeah. court. Yeah. Is it that being ass? is a kind of a new slang thing. <laughs> no, you know what the no. weird thing is two of my buddies that I that I text with uh basketball wise all the time just brought that up and they texted me that mm, clip mm. because I I have two things that I that I really like make me kind of giggle uh all the time is when um someone is like because I follow these Instagram like basketball accounts mm-hmm. and so like dunk for example mm. at dunk. Yeah, right? I follow them. They'll post like something where like Damian Lillard hits like a 40 foot three-pointer and they'll be like dame is different (laughs) you know or then they'll show like one will be like a clip of like Kyrie doing like some crazy dribbling and then like spinning and hitting a layup and they'll be like Kyrie's handles are a problem (laughs) (laughs) like those are my favorite basketball slang yes like or descriptions of all time and then someone texted that to me and was like you need to add being ass (laughs) I mean I that's funny one thing I love is when the commentators are quiet for a minute and the mics pick up something they shouldn't pick up yeah which is you know often it just goes silent because of the like six second delay or whatever if someone swears yeah but sometimes it'll pick it up through and they're like oh we better talk right now you know like the the, they want to cover it up yeah but um you know Nurkic should post a picture of himself just like a selfie and the caption should be being ass is different (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you should do a video where you just read those. <laughs> read those. Your your like cadence and the way you have like a real like announcer uh, <laughs> TV personality. Well, like you know. I told you during the game, I used to live with a sportscaster. Oh, uh, that's right. I lived Picked with up some tricks. A guy who won. I won't use his name, mm. but I will say he won the first season of ESPN's Dream Job. So someone can look him up. <laughs> yeah, like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, he was a sportscaster, and I used to I used to do 
what I, what I called sexy Brad Nestler. <laughs> Brad Nestler is a <laughs> sports commentator. <laughs> I used to be like, yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, po- the real point you of the story is... You have to do it now. <laughs> the listeners want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Anytime a, someone, a player would do something well and, like, you know, like pound his chest or, you know, like get all hyped after after a good play, I'd be like, and the, the player says, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> And uh, my roommate would get so mad. And he'd be like, I hate that. No one would ever say that on the air. You can't do that. And I'm like, you should say it on the air. You have the chance. Please, that can be your catchphrase. And he's like, I hate it. I'll never do it. Um, I love it. I think yeah, it's hilarious. It's great. I would love that. But it, it is funny when like a um, when the kind of the slang of the of basketball culture uh, seeps into the kind of straight laced announcer. Oh yeah, mouth. It's That's, amazing. Can you yeah. imagine a guy like that being like, "Wow, Kyrie's handles are a problem." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did play a clip. Um, do you follow like the League Fits account where it shows like the outfits that the players yes. are wearing? Yeah. Great account. Um, but it always says like, like today's drip or whatever where they're talking about the outfit and we had a clip that we played on the show where they i don't know which announcer it was, it was. um the clippers guy who's retiring this year what's oh, his yeah. name i can't remember somebody who's 100 years old and i he think was just he's like, actually 80 years old <laughs> really yeah and he was like uh drip uh what does it mean buddy <laughs> he's like i posted a photo of myself walking in the airport and someone said you got drip i didn't know what i meant i wasn't wet you know <laughs> it's super it is very funny <laughs> i think gabe just pulled it up is ralph lawler saying that yeah wow that's fantastic well, does it have his age he was born in 1938 so Jesus that would make him 80 oh, almost 81 wow so cute well. <laughs> all right <then. laughs> um so we um i think have one more clip or maybe we have two more right? we have two more clips let's play this video of franklin the dog so today was franklin the dog's birthday mascot of the 76 mascots of this yeah and we talk about mascots on here a lot and mm. um <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm, yes mm. <laughs> let's watch it and uh we we saw this today very cute Kind of. Okay. So what he's doing, he did like a sexy walk towards the camera, took his jacket off, and then rips his pants off. Leans over. Shows his butt, looks between his legs. (laughs) Um, Kind of a sexy dance for a mascot. Uh, Yeah, that was hot. (laughs) Uh, Got pretty horned up earlier watching that. And during the da- game, we were talking about mascots making it clap. Yeah. <laughs> it's we uh, did a, lot of, a lot of mascot twerking. Yeah. 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 I think mascots are really getting a little too sexy. Yeah. Can they I, need to tone it down a little bit. I mean, bit. I don't mind the sexiness. I like it when they have high energy. I don't like it when they're kind of half-assing it. Um, I do want to say happy birthday to Franklin. I hope you had a good one. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, uh, another year of prosperity and, uh, and, and just, uh, friendship and jokes for you. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. Um, and then we also have this clip of Kyrie, um, 
he is being asked a lot about free agency and he is mad as hell about it. Ooh, I haven't heard this. What does that matter to me? Somebody was, I don't have a private life when I'm out there in the NBA. Somebody wants to take a video and pour water on it. I'm a human being talking to another best friend of mine. Like putting, it's just crazy. You know, this is, I mean, this is the stuff that just like, just doesn't make the league fun. Like it doesn't make the league fun. Nobody helps promote the league even more by doing bullshit like that. Like just fictitious putting things on like what we're talking about. Like it's, it's just, it's crazy. I guess that's what you want to have. No, no. What I'm saying is that, is that it's out there. Do you want to cool it off? I what? People running with it saying, you know. Yeah, people. We haven't written about it. We're, we're like, that's we're coming to you to ask you about it, okay? And people like who then? So essentially what he's talking about is that there was some rumor. There's a lot of rumors about (laughs) him, what he's going to do, where he's going to leave the Celtics. He's been kind of hinting that he wants to leave the Celtics. I mean, he hasn't come out and said it, but he's been like saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm of two minds about that because he's right. Like if someone else picks up a rumor and is running with it, why does it puts him in a position where he has to comment on something mm-hmm. um, that's that's conjecture, that's a rumor that he didn't start himself. Right. Uh, but he seems to consistently get himself into situations where a, a simple declarative statement would end the rumors, mm-hmm. and he's unwilling to do it. Right? Yeah, I think because he kind of likes to play the field, and then he gets mad at people when they point out. It seems like you're playing the field. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're under contract. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to what we were talking about during the game, too. Yeah. Of like, uh, the players have a ton of leverage now. And I'm on the player friendly side of this, but that's where the backlash comes in, where mm-hmm. it's like, we're asking you questions because it seems that there are rumors here. Do you care to um, put these rumors to bed? And he's like, no, I shouldn't have to do that. Well, it's like, well, then. The rumors are going to continue. Right. right. Yes. It doesn't really help. Yeah. Um, he's also wearing an Uncle Drew hat. <laughs> yeah. It's really supporting himself. <laughs> yeah. His, his hat said Uncle Drew, his his uh, movie slash uh, marketing campaign where he dressed like an old person <laughs> and dunked on fools. <laughs> I got to check it out. I also kind of like the hat. I think it's a cool hat. The font is nice. It yeah. was. Yeah. Cursive. Yeah. yeah, yeah wear it's it. nice. The movie's fun. You got to see it. All right. We'll probably do it on the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, obviously not the best movie in the world, but <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but there's uh, some real, really good moments. Lots of old school guys coming back yeah. just like old people. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So. You love old people. Yeah. <laughs> Canonically, I love old people. <laughs> Okay, so today, uh, as we previously mentioned, we watched the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> edit that. Edit that out, no, too. You got to leave that one in the there. The Boston Celtics? <laughs> <laughs> they wow. can suck it. What? <laughs> your, your feelings are coming out early. Today, we watched the Boston Celtics at Chicago Bulls on Saturday, February 23rd, 2019. Let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Kyle Mooney from his uh, sports video. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're just being so mean to him. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Great pull. <laughs> 
That's Gabe. He's our drop master. Um, so on the Celtics, we have starter. That's right. Great drop for the Celtics. We have Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris Sr., Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, and Marcus Smart. The head coach is Brad Stevens. There are some other good boys in there, like Gordon Hayward mm. um, coming in off the bench. And we'll we'll chat about them in a bit. Okay. Um, for the Bulls, the Bulls. We have <laughs> we have Lori Markinen, Otto Porter Jr., Robin Lopez, Zach Levine, and Kristen. Uh, head coach Jim Boylan. Um, and then they also have Ryan Archie Denak. Fuck. <laughs> we also have Ryan Archie Denak. <laughs> Why won't my brain let me say <laughs> Archie Diakno. Yeah, you just got to split it in two. You can okay. do it. Okay. Um, and their mascot is Benny the Bull. Classic. Know him and love him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Celtics have had kind of a rough season. They did great in the playoffs last year, um, made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then this year have just not been living up to expectations. Yeah. Kind of saw a lot of that tonight. Yeah, a lot of people had very high hopes for them. They thought Kyrie was really going to take them far. Um, and yeah, it, they just have been disappointing. And uh, do you want to talk about a little bit about the Bulls this season, the, how they've been the, doing? The current roster? Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, you know, you're talking about the Celtics kind of underachieving. They're in fifth right now in the East. They're 37-22, and 22, and they just lost to a 15-44 and 44 Bulls team. Mm. Uh, and the Spoiler Bulls, alert. Yeah. <laughs> what was I supposed to say? No, 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 no. <laughs> this comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. People probably know already. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Well, for all the people that DVR'd this game <laughs> and somehow avoided this Bulls Celtics score, yeah. I'm so sorry. I just spoiled it. But the Bull I mean, the Bulls are fifteen and forty four. Like there isn't a ton to talk about. They they've traded some players. Um Do you feel like they're tanking on purpose? Or just they're naturally tanking, tanking. They're tanking in like the modern acceptable way, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which, you know, they fire their coach mm-hmm. uh during the season. They signed some free agents that it's like, come on, were they really going to get you into the playoffs? Like right. Jabari Parker for 40 million. Right. Like I said, during the game, like they, they really should have, they could have given that money to charity. Yeah. Mm. And I, I know that's kind of a diss, but like, was that really good? Was that move going to get you to the, to the playoffs? I, I don't think so. Pairing him with Zach Levine on, on the perimeter, they're very bad defenders, hmm. very bad. And there was a lot of redundancy offensively with that team. So in a weird way, watching them now, I hadn't seen them in a few games since these trades. I hadn't gotten to see Otto Porter Jr. in action. Um, he's the guy that they got back from the Wizards for Jabari Parker. Mm-hmm. They're kind of they're built better than they were earlier in the season because mm-hmm. there's less redundancy. Uh, I wish that they had um, – uh, Wendell Carter Jr. because he hurt himself earlier. Right. But it's fun to see that now the offense is going through Lowry Markkanen. Uh Chris Dunn is bringing the ball up. Zach Levine is still their primary scorer. Then Lowry is second or you know just as good. Robin Lopez is a he's a pro. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. a professional basketball player. He can score when he wants. He had 15 tonight. Um, he kind of he was kind of abusing Horford for stretches, which yeah. is great to see because yeah. he hasn't had anything to play for and he mm-hmm. deserves to play on a, a playoff team. And then the bench is fun. I mean, to me, the fun stat that pops out is Otto Porter Jr. 
finishes with zero points on 0 for 4 shooting. He only plays 14 minutes. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, he almost – well, one box score said that Timotei Luwawu Cabaret uh, played more minutes than him, but this ESPN says he only played 11 minutes. He's the French guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw him do some good – a couple of good things. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess all, after all that rambling, I, it's fun to see at least a Bulls team that is um, that that doesn't have so many focal points that it doesn't know where to put the ball and it doesn't have too many mouths to feed. It really only has like two mouths to feed: Markanen and Levine. Right. And then Dunn is like a really scrappy point guard, not known for his shooting. Uh, Lopez is going to get it done down low. Yeah. You know, he goes six for eight, 17 points, my fault, six boards, four assists. And then the bench is just there to kind of, you know, do their thing. Archie Diacono <laughs> gets some assist, you know, he gets four assists. Two. This is like the most stats we've ever talked That's about on this show. <laughs> I love box scores. I, I love them. Uh, I mean, just read the stats. Oh, great job. <laughs> we very rarely get to use that drop. That's true. But it, but yeah, I mean, I think that paints a pretty good picture, though, of like, you know, what we saw tonight. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and, and get into this game. We'll... Let's play some basketball! Oh, let us play basketball. <laughs> Little Kevin Durant at the end there. Um... <laughs> When this starts out, uh, it starts out pretty slow. Yeah. Um, one great thing, I like you mentioned about Robin Lopez. I mean, he he's so professional. He does get shit done. Mm. And at one point, he, you know, was spinning around a defender. And uh, the announcer, Stacey King, said he's like Fred Astaire. Compared him to Fred Astaire. <laughs> I wrote that down <laughs> I mean, dancing like Fred Astaire. Yeah, he uh, had some moves out there tonight. Um, Did you like that? Because uh, during the game, you st- well, I forget who said that he looked like uh, uh, Charles Manson. Oh, that was Gabe. <laughs> Gabe said that. Okay, a tall Charles Manson. <laughs> he kind of does. I mean, he he's a messy looking dude yeah he's got a huge mop of hair real scraggly goatee he's just hunched over at all times he looks very unlike his twin brooke lopez mm-hmm. brooke is very clean cut what team is he on he's on the bucks oh, okay um yeah they the, he looks like a, the evil twin like he really doesn't he's like very scraggly and uh, maybe looks a little bit like a caveman mm. too, because he hunches down yeah. a lot. He like he keeps the ball very low, yeah, um, which is interesting, and like has has his like shoulders hunched forward. So I want to talk about the intro video, which was weird, <laughs> um, and then you told us a story that I want you to share with the listeners because oh, yeah. it was funny. <laughs> you mean the intro, the the famous like Chicago in the bulls intro song yeah and and they have a video on the jumbotron of a bunch of bulls running up the side of a building yeah they run through chicago past a bunch of chicago landmarks nice and then they run then they run down the street i think it's madison where the opponent's team's bus is parked mm. and then they run through it oh no <laughs> they blow up the opposing team's bus burn what? yeah amazing yeah. <laughs> and the crowd's like yeah <clears throat> and uh, then they do yeah that music they have it's very low-key but nice 
build up. Oh, do we have it here? Yeah, it's the Alan Parsons Project. There's a great article, I forget where it was, but it was from a couple months ago, and it basically, it's the oral history of how they came to use this song. Mm. Uh, and it's pretty fascinating. And the PA announcer that chose it, you know, he's going to like record stores and like buying like, you know, different uh, records and cassettes to try to find the right song. Yeah. Amazing. And then he tells his wife, like, I think I got it. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds like every intro song to me. But like... that's because it's become ubiquitous. Okay. It, it became the standard for a lot of intros because it really, that didn't happen before. Right. You either had a good team that people wanted to see or it was like, well, sorry, your fans aren't really into the game because mm. your team sucks. Wow. <laughs> so no intro song or just like a... Not really. Wow. The PA announcer would just announce it, and you know mm. that was that was that. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. How do people get hyped up? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really. <laughs> There's well, just like that's such gentle clapping. Yeah. <laughs> they reserved their hype for moments that really deserved hype. Okay. Otherwise, uh. it's kind of like, well, there's no need to get hyped. It's just the introductions. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there is a lot of false hype these days with like mascots telling you to make noise mm. it's like don't tell me what to do yeah <laughs> yeah i'll do this when it feels That's natural true. um so you were in a video you said that like used to play before the video yeah so before the the actual introduction of all the players um they played this this was probably like 2014 15 season and maybe 15 16 because i think they used it for two years and <clears throat> the video was basically one of those like please while you're at this game refrain from smoking indoors don't mm -hmm. do this don't do that you know um just a very like basic like do's and don'ts mm -hmm. and second city got hired to film it and and write and produce it mm -hmm. and a couple of my buddies they wrote it and stacy king was in it and it was this like r&b thing where like stacy king like gets rolled out on this platform that you don't see so it looks like he's just like <laughs> gliding in the shot and he's like hey baby like uh you know, like, you know, you're not supposed to use any flash photography. And then I'm dressed in all white. I look like Fredo from Godfather. I've got like a white hat on and I'm at a huge baby grand piano on the court. Oh my God. And I'm singing behind him, but I can't really sing. <laughs> and so he'd be like, no flash photography. And I'd be in the back being like, flash photography. <laughs> And, and your, your friends put you in it because you were a fan? Yeah, because oh, they wrote it and they, they flew me back for it. <laughs> and they put me up. <clears throat> and, um, and I'm like, thanks. But I mean, I can't, I can't really sing. You know that, right? And they're like, we don't care. You're the biggest Bulls fan we know. We're going to give this to someone else who could sing when it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It's not they're like... Just like it's not, you're not going to make it funnier if you sing really well. Yeah, right. That's it's true. just going to be like, I don't know. Hey, that person can really sing as opposed to like, oh, I guess this is funny. <laughs> Can that person not sing? <laughs> so how was it filming on the court? It was really cool. And they called me like 15 minutes early and I, and it was so that I could just shoot around. Ugh, so I got so to cool. shoot around on the court. And if you've ever, have That's you ever so cool. shot on an actual court? No, mm. of course not. <laughs> I've gotten to do it a couple times. Really? Yeah. I did it in Portland once too. Whoa. Uh, my friend knew a guy that was in like the, who worked for the Blazers and then they were having some like, you know, like Time Warner, like group uh, got to go onto the court and shoot two free throws. And they just slid us in there. And they were like, you just have to pretend that you're a Time Warner uh, employee. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. So, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I work for Time Warner. Yeah. I'm here to shoot the free throws. Amazing. You walk around, you're like, uh, do you need new internet service? <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird about those arenas is that the lights are so bright on the court, but then beyond the court, 
it's dark because the arena is so big. Oh, right. Yeah. And so it throws off your kind of spatial, mm. uh, your, your sense of kind of space. Yeah. yeah. Um, and time too, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> space and time. It went by, it went by really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Gabe's like, yeah, space and time. Is the same. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so you end up like kind of, you end up shooting short, mm. uh, usually when mm. you first start because, uh, the shadows and the light just kind of play with your mm. your sense of dimension. Wow. Yeah. But so then I, I warmed wanna... up and I sank a ton of. Thrills. Oh, I bet. I bet yeah. you killed it. I yeah. want to do it. We should figure it. Well, should we just go and say to... we work at Time Warner? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. I don't know if that works every time. <laughs> that works on every court, right? Yeah. I I it's need worth to a try. I need to practice on like an elementary school hoop okay. first i like yeah. can't shoot our, at all yeah our last guest um owen alexson said that he will like climb a fence and uh this a, was a particular a, yeah. game that they would play at an elementary yeah where they it wasn't open but they would just climb a fence and go in there and play oh down in silver lake yeah yeah when i first moved here i played a couple times okay. oh wow That's yeah funny. god yeah. Every, everyone. everyone is in on well, where's our invite Hall- halloween basketball just threat. go climb the fence <laughs> yeah if you're, if you're on the inside part of the fence, people will be like, oh, so you're here to play. Yeah. Now, he, he told an amazing story about uh, how he, he played a game with Kanye jo- and Jonah Hill and Kanye. Really? Yeah. Their trainer was like, oh, is it bringing them to play pickup <laughs> basketball yeah. to like work out. Really? At, yeah. yeah. At, the, at that court. And they in made it, Yeah. And they made a rope ladder so that Kanye didn't have to climb over the fence. <laughs> oh. I'm assuming he wasn't there when you played. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but still, I'm like, if you want to play, you got to climb the fence. Yeah. yeah. You don't get special treatment. It's part of it. I yeah. agree. Also, your trainer's there. Don't look like a baby not wanting to climb the fence. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you, do you follow the Trailblazers too? Yeah. I mean, I follow the whole league. Yeah. And, and I kind of always have, well, um, I didn't have cable growing up, so you know, you only get to see some Bulls games and we didn't get to watch a lot of TV. Um, and one year, I think it was the 89, 90 season. I got an NBA preview magazine. Oh, and so it had like a double page on every team in the league. And then it would have like all the stats of all the players, you know, people that were new to the team, free agents, people that had left the coach Mm -hmm. and then like, you know, an article about the team. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have Nintendo. I didn't, we didn't have cable. I couldn't watch TV. So I just read this thing like front to back, like 150 times. Just like studying every team, memorizing every name. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got to know kind of, you know, the, not the history of the league, but, um, I got really invested in every team, even though the bulls were my team and the blazers seemed really cool. They were, they had guys like Kevin Duckworth and Jerome Kersey and Terry Porter and Clyde Drexler and Detlef Schrempf. And uh, so many cool names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were the coolest. Yeah. They were, they were really cool. And then the Bulls played them in the 92 finals. Um, and that was kind of cool to see. And they became my West coast team. And mm-hmm. then in every, in football, baseball, basketball, I'd always have my, my home team and then a team in the opposite conference. Mm-hmm that I would kind of, that would be like my West Coast team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the um, the Portland Trailblazers. I like the Steelers, because they're a lot like the Bears. Mm-hmm. And they have great history mm-hmm. behind the team. Um, yeah, So, but then 
then I get into junior high and I start reading books. Like I read Tall Tales by Terry Pluto, which is about the history of the NBA up until the end of the first Celtics dynasty. Mm -hmm. And then he also wrote a book called Loose Balls, which is about the ABA, which is from 1969 to 1976, mm -hmm. which was a different league that eventually crumbled but was able to sue the NBA and get four teams in, which were the Pacers, the Spurs, the Nuggets, and the Nets. Mm. We remember hearing about this because apparently the Nuggets hired a witch to curse the Pacers, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is so cool. Yeah, The ABA was wild. That book is a great read. Okay. Like in the God, you're giving us so many books to read. Book list over here. <laughs> That's, those, are, those are great. And then you can go to the, um, is it For the Love of the Game, the... Uh, someone's probably told you about this. This is the Jackie McMullen, Rafe Bartholomew book mm. that came out like a month or two ago. Yeah. Someone did. We, we, yeah, that. we have heard about this. That's great. But that's like, a, if you read these other ones and the other one I'll recommend is the breaks of the game. That's about the trailblazers, 1980, 81 season, I think. Okay. Uh, a couple of years after they've won the championship mm -hmm. and um, Bill Walton has left mm. and they're kind of still a good team. They're well coached and they fight hard, but they're, they don't have the talent that other teams have. Mm. And that's a, that book's fascinating. Um, cause it's, there aren't, there's like a dearth of literature on the NBA in the seventies. It's kind of the lost decade because of the ABA, because of, uh, there's a lot of, there's drugs in the league. There's like a free agency fight that is turning the fans off. Cause the fans, you know, the fans are like notoriously kind of like all white and mm. they get to know the oh, NBA wow. in the, in the fifties and sixties. And then the seventies brings free agency, brings more TV revenue, brings, um, higher salaries. Mm -hmm. And so new players are getting these higher salaries and they seem spoiled to the old players that fought for those salaries and to the fans mm -hmm. that are like, what they're making $400,000 a year, yeah. you know, in like the late seventies, that's un like unheard of. Yeah. It's a very bizarre time. And that book kind of sits at the end of the seventies mm. and looks back in an economic, uh, social and a racial way that very few other books that cover the NBA that are considered literature do. Right. I'm halfway through it right now. It's fascinating. That sounds interesting. Cool. Yeah. We got to bone up because we got to read some books. I know. <laughs> you really don't. Yeah. You really don't. We should. But those, those... I, we'll write the book reports you want, Tim. <laughs> okay, good. I'll come back in seven months, eight months. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I got to get on this. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess I got to say that Zach Levine had a big dunk in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the game. <laughs> he did. Yeah, we had. Yeah, Kyrie and Zach Levine both had big dunks. Yeah, and there was some good stuff happening in the first quarter, but we really saw already that the Bulls were killing it. Yeah. Also, Zach Levine was wearing blue shoes that were really cool. Yeah, <laughs> baby blue. And the jerseys, remember? They were, uh, yes. You, now, you thought those were the, the city jerseys? Well, I don't. I, I actually don't never looked it up. Uh, Gabe, can you Google that for me? They were I don't all, think that was their city It jersey. may not be. It was all blue with the um, Chicago flag on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it? And they look... Yeah, Gabe says it is the city jersey. So they look very... like you. It's not what you expect a... Look Bulls. at this headline. Look at this. Is this the Trib? Yeah. This is Chicago Tribune. Bulls pay tribute to Chicago flag with sharp, very sharp, <laughs> city edition jerseys. That's the headline? Sharp. Very, very sharp. sharp. Uh, I know what side of the coin you're on. 
They're, I mean, they're kind of cool. They're just so radically different than any yeah. Bulls jersey ever. Yeah, I like them. I like, like them, them too. I think they, they look cool. great, but I, it's just so weird. Like it, I had to like adjust because I would just expect them to be in red right? And, yeah. or white and it's red. It's weird to not see them in red. That's yeah. true. It looks like a weird Euro league Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I liked them and, and the Celtics were just wearing their white uniforms that just say Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boring mix it up i mean honestly i don't like their uniform i like their uniforms because they look very traditional mm-hmm. but i do think with all of this really fancy stuff that's happening around them they need to change it like mm-hmm. they need some new yeah style totally do you have the score yeah the, end of the first the end of the first quarter is 33 to 28 bulls are already in the lead Oh God, Gabe! Gabe. <laughs> Gabe's peeing Hold again. It in. Oh no! <laughs> do we keep going? <laughs> no, we can't. All we right. can't do it without him. <laughs> we uh, is does he have bladder issues? <laughs> <laughs> this is staying in. No, yeah. but we make fun of him. There was one time when he was just pouring water. And we said he was peeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could do that now. You just pour some in there. It was funny, though, because the mic didn't pick up the sound. So later he was like, I had to do some Foley work and put it in there later. He foleyed his own urine. Yeah. And we were like, did you actually pee? And he was like, no, I poured water. I swear. <laughs> he could have done. He, he could have peed. We don't know. It sounded like a pee. We weren't there. <laughs> yeah. Will the mics reach into the bathroom? <laughs> Should we go right now? (laughs) Put it up next to the door. Uh, But now we have this running joke. Probably not even on air. Just amongst the three of us. (laughs) That that Gabe uh, pees a lot. (laughs) I mean, it it seems like a joke based in reality. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the man loves to pee. That's true. Have you ever seen that? um, There's a Puff Daddy video. Uh, where it's he's on cribs mm. and he's leading people through his house and then he leads them into this bathroom and this bathroom's like well the biggest like personal bathroom in like a, a regular house yeah. right. I've ever seen and there's like urinals on the wall and stuff Whoa. and then he he starts to pee and and he, he pees for like a minute <laughs> and he's like moaning he's like yeah welcome back Gabe <laughs> Gabe just walked back in <laughs> so Puff Daddy you're gonna pe- like listening to this later Puff Daddy's peeing for like a minute. And he's like moaning what? and he's like, it's like moans of like satisfaction and, and kind of <laughs> oh, pleasure. Oh God. And then he's like, he's like, man, sometimes when you have to pee so bad, it's, it's like better than sex when you finally get to pee what? and he's selling it really hard. He means it. And, and it's, it's like, mm, I don't know. Puppy. I don't think, I don't think that's actually true. You don't like, you don't have to be like so smooth and like cool. <laughs> In all parts of your life. Yeah. You Including like, peeing. Now I'm peeing and I'm so cool when I'm peeing. And here's a great observation about peeing. And uh, oh, uh-oh, I'm panicking. Uh, it's like sex. <laughs> what? Why did he pee on camera? Yeah, I right? Like, why not just be like, I got to take a piss. Can we I'm take sure a break? I'm sure the crew could have used the break too. Yeah. Just take a break, buddy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, back to the game. We got a lot of game to get through. Uh, the second quarter. Now the Bulls really like took over in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, they, they went they went to town. Is that a thing? 
they yeah, went to they, town they picked they went up to some t- milk <laughs> they went to town they bought milk yeah. they were like let's see a picture show <laughs> yeah. uh yeah and then they poured into their uh, pickup truck and came back <laughs> they outscored them 36 to 18 in the second oh yeah. my god that's a lot. that's insane yeah um a lot of that zach levine he's the boy's on fire what can i say he that's all you can say i, I don't have any other words to say he was on fire and um also at around this time we notice uh wayne selden jr has beautiful eyes and great hair oh my god beautiful eyes big they discussion look, about whether yeah. they were gold yeah they green, look light hazel golden i mean it's hard to tell from his instagram because his photos are all filtered but <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna go with like a golden brown you know like yeah. a um like a, a toast that's been in the toaster for like three minutes <laughs> yeah like a light a, maybe a light toast yeah light toast yeah and then maybe if he happens to listen maybe like throw a no filter monday selfie up there for, <laughs> yeah. us, for the fans yeah. to see what color send, your eyes are yeah hey wayne send it directly to me send it to my dms i want to see it we know you're listening yeah take a close-up of your eyeballs yeah let us see those beautiful those, eyes those fountains and those um cat eyes is that what it is cat eyes yeah so girls in my grade school would be like, if, if a guy had like really light eyes like that, they'd be like, Ooh, he's got cat eyes. Uh, <laughs> is that a good thing? Yeah. It was okay. A, yeah. Yes. It was like, the guy's really attractive, mm. but it seems like if a human really had cat eyes, it'd freak me out. Yeah. You know, Trina Kelly, the, from the story from earlier, she was one day, she was like, Tim, you have really nice blue eyes. And I was like, I probably didn't, I didn't, I don't think I spoke the rest of the day. I was just like, <laughs> okay. Bounce. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this girl is defending you on the court. Yeah. She liked she you. She liked you. Ladies, I I uh, wish I could take you back in time. <laughs> I don't think she liked me. <laughs> I don't know. She's complimenting uh, your on, eyes. Yeah, based on the information you just gave us. She's telling like you she you're the best shooter in the game. I I feel like you should have she blocked her out. everyone for you. This uh, no, you really got to understand. <laughs> How cool she was. I'm like 4'11", 5 feet, mm-hmm. 80 pounds maybe, maybe 90 if I'm being generous. <laughs> it just, it it was never going to happen with me and Trina <laughs> Kelly. Was she, she was like older than you? No, we were the same age. Okay. She's See, probably but, taller but, than But me. girls, yeah, girls grow fat or earlier. I was, I was like 5'7 in sixth grade. Uh-huh. And I always had a crush on like the littlest guy. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I wish yeah. I had known this. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of your your mo. Yeah, I would still <laughs> date mostly guys my same height or shorter. <laughs> but there was this one kid, Jamie Vermillier. He had blonde hair, super cute, shorter, way like maybe five one. <laughs> yeah, he was very short. Um, and I had such a crush on him, but all I I like. You know, sixth grade. You can't talk about that stuff. Right. It's hard to talk about. I didn't. And I I didn't even get bold until like eighth grade. And that was such a mild version of bold. (laughs) (laughs) I had big crushes on Lachey Mabry and uh, Angela Edwards. Wow. They used to always say, uh, you're playing with fire, you're going to get burned. (laughs) And they would say that to guys that they liked. Mm. Never to me. But I would hear it and I'd be like, ladies, you're playing with fire, you're gonna get burned. And they'd like they'd be like, No, Tim, you cannot say that. You cannot say that. And I'd be like, Seems like you're getting upset. You better watch out, you're playing with fire, you're gonna get burned. And they'd be like, No, you do not say that. Like, wow. 
Man, don't come at me so hard. You're playing with fire. <laughs> no. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love it. Um, so we come into halftime. It's uh, the score at halftime is 51 Celtics to 64 Bulls. It's just a real beating going on. Yeah. <laughs> the whole game. Much to Tim's delight. Yeah. He just was a squealing. Slaughter. Yes. I, I was shocked. I mean, this Bulls team, you don't expect them. The Celtics just lost a heartbreaker. This could be a hangover game. Oh, yeah. You know, the hangover what game. What does that mean? So a hangover game is you lose. You it, Either you lose or you, you win a big game or you lose a close game. Mm. And then the next game, you're going to have a quote unquote hangover. So the Celtics lost that heartbreaker to the Milwaukee Bucks right. by a point, mm-hmm. and it came down to the wire. Right. And I think that that's like a – I think the Celtics probably realized they have been the front runner since LeBron left the East. Um, they've been the front runner in the East all year, and they haven't lived up to expectations like you said. Right. And they go up against the Bucks, and they're like, we're better than the Bucks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where our record is. We'll still beat them. Yeah. And the Bucks like – really like they handled them and when the game got close they did not like break down they kept their poise Mm -hmm. so you think their little hearts are broken yeah i think so yeah and and they're still on the road Mm. also here's the other thing these are the dirty secrets of the nba is that they were in milwaukee and then they went down to chicago so that's a very quick trip Mm. which means there is plenty of time to partake <laughs> so they, Chicago should party. not be doing that. So no. you mean a literal hangover? It could be. <laughs> it could be. They. I mean, like, how many times during the game we were just like, man, the Celtics just don't seem to have it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were just like snoozeville. They were. Not, <laughs> yeah. They were not doing. They looked asleep out there. Yeah. True. Um, um, so one quick thing: we saw the inflatables do a little race, that which is Benny the Bull, but like inflated versions. Yeah. Uh, that was very cute. Um, and then in the halftime, the big halftime show was a choir, mm-hmm. which was. Uh, it was fine. It was yeah. fine. Their national anthem was before the game was great. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That and, was much better. And then they sang "Sweet Home Chicago." Mm. It's like don't get like a big like good sounding choir to sing that yeah and we did almost think it was the fraser theme song uh, so i think that's part of what we were so disappointed about like, oh i mean the first few notes did sound like it right sad. yeah what is it toss salad and hey, scrambled right scrambled eggs um yeah i wanted to hear that fraser theme song yeah um so that's our advice for the next time they perform they also during the halftime show had I think they called them the Chicago flippers, which was people doing like human pyramids and then dudes jumping on a trampoline and flipping over them and dunking. Mm -hmm. Very fun. It looked dangerous. I was worried (laughs) someone was going to get hurt. I love a human pyramid. I want to see that more often. (laughs) Be safe out there. You're not getting paid $40 million. (laughs) That's true. Oh God. What if, one of those, you know, like either the hoop troop or whoever hurts themselves, they probably don't even have insurance. Right, exactly. They're probably like interns. Right. Ugh, it would be a They're shame. They're probably like contractors. Yeah. <laughs> the Yeah, and the, the team would just be like, well, shouldn't have been flipping through the air. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where I stop everything and talk about healthcare in America. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, actually, oh, we didn't talk about this. Yeah, you tell. We can talk about healthcare <laughs> because... For some reason, so I think Blue Cross Blue Shield yeah. was like sponsoring something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this kid who I don't know who this 
boy was and and a young woman next to him and they're probably like 20 right they look pretty young he has this crazy smile and he's holding up his actual medical card (laughs) with his medical id and everything on it from blue cross blue shield it's like don't put that on national or you know local television even don't put it on tv (laughs) and they they kept cutting back to it too so i you know of course i wrote down the numbers (laughs) can you refer back to it we I have his him. medical history right here and we're gonna read it yeah <laughs> but it was mostly his smile that was off-putting yeah he, showing. he was clearly like am i on am i on <laughs> am i on his smile was on yeah <laughs> yeah his smile was on the whole time um what do we have to say about the third quarter? I have except nothing written I have, down. I have nothing written down. They just were annihilating. Yeah. They, they tied those 30 That's to 30. True. That's, That's true. That's true. They did tie it up. So but the, the yeah. Bulls, the Bulls were like eight minutes. The first eight minutes, they were, they'd gotten the lead up to in the twenties, I think. Yeah. And then the Celtics chipped away and they got it back to 13 where it was at, at the half. And yeah. That was, that was, I was starting to get concerned because it felt like, Oh, this, here we go. The Celtics are just going to turn it on in the fourth quarter, mm. blow us out. And we're 15 and 44 and we deserve it. Oh, no. We don't deserve anything better. No. Don't talk like that. Those are your boys. But at the end of the third quarter, it was 94-81. They were... Yeah, the Celtics really closed the gap or they were, you know, closing it slowly. But they went back to a 13-point lead. So it's like, you know, that's cool. It was cool. (laughs) And then in the fourth, they kind of... Celtics outscoring by three... So the Bulls end up winning by 10, but it felt like the Celtics got it to like seven or eight Yeah, mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. And it really felt like they went on that 8-0 run and it felt like, uh, uh-oh, like here, here they come. But yeah. They just have weird. That's the 76ers. <laughs> yeah. What's that? The here they come is their slogan. Here they come. <laughs> here they come. <laughs> their hashtags. This reminds me years ago when the Bulls were were also bad and they didn't really have any stars. Maybe it was like right before Derrick Rose. Mm. Maybe one of the years that he was injured. And but they had a slogan that was basically like, "Come see other great teams in the NBA. Visit Chicago. <laughs> you know, like Kobe will be here. No, LeBron twice." And like the lowest self-esteem possible. <laughs> and you'll see that at, like in cities where like the team is bad and they're like, the stars that come out. And you're like, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> Don't try to reframe this. Yeah. The team in, sucks. In Phoenix, that happens a lot for the Suns. Aww, yeah. Where it's like, sunny boys. there's more Lakers fans than there are. Aww. Actually, Bulls are, because there's a lot of people from Chicago that moved to Arizona. Uh-huh. So Bulls and I would, even probably the Timberwolves are like really big there wow yeah anyways so we saw some great moves in this fourth quarter zach levine goes off he has a big dunk uh, marcus smart does a cool layup it really feels like the celtics are like they, they keep ramping up and then stopping mm-hmm. and, or getting shut down um zach levine definitely holding it down yeah. in the fourth quarter definitely the mvp of the game yeah Yeah. 42 points a career high yeah yeah we witnessed history as you said earlier (laughs) Um, he's part of the 42 point club now wow gosh what an exclusive club yeah i'm in it (laughs) when did you get 42 Uh, ones it's just like a place at disneyland oh okay you can pay a lot of play (laughs) (laughs) so um just really quickly at one point uh benny the bull does a real sexy dance Mm -hmm. and then that's when we were like what's going on here 
<laughs> he was he's twerking. twerking. Yes, he was, yeah. He was twerking it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's like it was hot. It was <laughs> And he's all red too, yeah. so you're just thinking fire. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or hot sauce. Or hot sauce. It was really hot in there. Yeah. Or tomatoes. Um, and they were playing the Percolator, which apparently Tim educated us is a um, Chicago nightclub song. Yeah, it was from the early '90s, uh, and it made it was on B96's like top five. It was the number one song in the Chicagoland area for, is Gabe going to play it here? I think Gabe's about to turn it on. <clears throat> and it was the number one song on B96 for like 40 weeks. It was crazy. Mm. And people would call in and they'd be like, I love the percolator. Number one percolator. And other people would call and be like, I hate the percolator. Stop playing this. How is this still number one? <laughs> it's time for the percolator. Yes. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. <laughs> It's time for the percolator. Yeah. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. This is it. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Then the beat starts to oh, okay. But that's it. It's just this. It's time for the percolator. I mean, can you imagine like smoking like early '90s dirt weed in Chicago and just being like, "Wow, you keep saying it's time." For the <laughs> If it's time, sounds, it's time. Sounds like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they end it. <laughs> they yeah. end the slaughter. Yeah. Let uh, the Celtics limp home. The final score is 116 Celtics to 126 Bulls. Um, congratulations to the Bulls boys. Yeah. This so is exciting. a huge win for them. I, I mean, mean, I don't think anyone expected them to win this game. No. And scoring 126? Yeah. Above and beyond. Yeah. Wow. And we had we we had Zach Levine with forty two, and we also had Laurie Markinen with what was it his final 30, 35. 35. and fifteen rebounds. Wow, wow, and it, yeah, and apparently and he's, he's a baby. He, apparently, he's number four in the whole league for rebounds. So, uh, congratulations to that tiny newborn baby boy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, tiny hairless, smooth <laughs> newborn baby boy. Um, I don't think he has any hair. On he his was body. born earlier today. <laughs> onto the court and yeah. got that many points it is insane yeah congratulations um let's give out some donkeys donkeys okay so this is the part of the show where we make up arbitrary categories and give awards uh for them so we always start out by giving most points so the bulls get this one obviously okay um we also do best dunk, um, which there were a few good ones in here. Um, I I think personally, I think the Zach Levine dunk was very he had, cool. He had a lot of like I think it at least three good dunks. Yeah, I remember three. There's probably more. Um, I, and then also Kyrie had a cool dunk too. He did. But I think Zach, I think Zach has got to win this one. That's my donkey. Yeah. Um, should we do, should we do Jersey? Oh yeah. Um, Bulls win it. I think we all can agree. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck that Celtic Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this like weird limited edition Bulls Jersey beats it. Yeah, for sure. Shy city. <laughs> shy, like people. Oh, also if anyone, if you ever hear someone say like shy town, mm. ignore them. See, <laughs> okay. this is, I relate no to thanks. this. No, thank you. It's a, cause I, lived in the Bay area for a long time. Whenever someone says 
Frisco or something like that. It's like, Ooh. ugh, please don't. Yeah. yeah. Frisco. Um, we almost named a Second City show that I was in, uh, kind of as a joke, Shy town number one. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, one of the producers was like, I kind of like it. And we were like, no, we, we're not. Do- no, we can't do this. It was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> you can't like it. Yeah, we can't. It was a joke. I like that. Um, um, that was a real simultaneous. Um, um, uh, uh, do you have any donkeys that you'd like to give out? Uh, I'd like to, I mean, I give a donkey to Wayne Selden Jr. Shoes. Mm, oh, yeah. Best shoes. Yeah. Yeah. We always do that one, too. Well, really usually. weird, like rag, red, futuristic, huge strap yeah. on them. We also had some other contenders, though. We had Zach Levine with his baby blues. And we also had um, Terry Rozier on the Celtics. He had the like purple, orange, multicolored. Yeah. Yeah. Fun shoes. I think we have to give it to the Bulls because there were more players with cool shoes on the bulls okay i agree <laughs> they get my donkey too <laughs> gabe do you have one yeah can i nominate a uh, most intimidating guy to robin lopez <laughs> yeah he seems like the Are kind of person i'm a little scared he seems like the kind of person who'd be really fun to be on a team with mm. but if you're on the opposing team yeah he looks like scary giant Charles Manson. Mm. Yeah, he also didn't have the opportunity to beat up a mascot. Yeah, we've talked about this yeah. before. He likes to fight the mascots of opposing teams, but Benny the Bull, they're best friends. Yeah, they had did a little handshake in the beginning. They're there for each other. Uh, it was really cute. Yeah. Um, what about best tattoos? Mm, interesting. I I wrote down. I think his name is David Teese. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics player? He's a Celtics player. He had like an intricate looking like tree thing going on. I was into it. Um, who else? We had Kyrie's got a bunch of tattoos. Yeah, but we found out that he has a tattoo that just says friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the friends logo. Yeah. He's a big fan of the TV show. Real Jennifer Aniston head, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what the... Can't get I've never known it. what to do with that. Yeah. I'm like, it. it's... I don't know. <laughs> If someone drew that on their notebook, I'd be like, okay, interesting. Right. <laughs> Good. We, we also saw, he wasn't in this game, but JaVale McGee also has some weird tattoos. Oh, does he? Yeah. He's yeah. Like George Washington. and like I, <laughs> I like him. That's crazy. I did not know that. Really? <laughs> I, I like JaVale McGee too, but he, there was this picture of him with his shirt off. It's like, yeah, George Washington's face, like a that. little speech bubble Here, that I'll says, amen. <laughs> above george washington no just on a randomly not connected to a person's mouth (laughs) they look totally like all over the place um yeah i can't really find it (laughs) that's wild um so i'm just gonna give that one to the celtics okay um and maybe let's do best mascot we haven't done that in a while but benny the bull he's great yeah and also I'm pretty sure the Celtics mascot is a leprechaun. We it's, didn't even see him. Can well, he's not up? there. Well, yeah, but can you pull him up, Gabe? But I just think it's racist. <laughs> Benny the Bull is definitely not racist. No, <laughs> and he's sexy as hell. <laughs> yeah, and he's got really a ton of liked, energy. Yeah, you really like that dance. He's my donkey, too. Okay, it's just a guy? It's just a guy. It's just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> In a shamrock vest. <laughs> That is fucking horrible. <laughs> That's got. We've seen a lot of. What? It's just. <laughs> oh, he's got a little. 
he's got a little lucky charm fedora. He kind of looks like the Riddler from Batman, <laughs> but with like a with like a shamrock motif. Rather than giant bus- bow tie, it, <sighs> he looks ridiculous. Is that current? That's the current guy. That looks like Robert Webb from Webb from Peep Show. <laughs> Robert Webb. Oh my God, he does. He does. I hope that's not what he's fallen to. (laughs) Yeah, he couldn't find any more acting work, and now he does this. They have one of the hard. They have a good show, but it's one of the hardest to find Mm. because it's called Back. Wow, it's on BBC. Oh, so you know, just Google BBC Back (laughs) and find the show. Wow, um, I do love him. Yeah, I Maybe love I him. Will Google that. Yeah. There's uh, a show that I watch on YouTube. It's a BBC show called Travel Man, starring my hopefully future husband Richard Iowade. Ooh. Oh, he's great. <laughs> he's I love him so much, and um, the Robert Webb episode is very good. Really? Yeah. So you like Garth Marenghi? Yes, I love Garth Marenghi. Yeah, I love that whole crew of people. Um, so good. The the Garth Marenghi spinoff, Man to Man with Dean Lerner. Yes, yeah. So good. It's great. Uh, you like Toast of London? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what any of these things are. I got to check it out. Oh, you got to watch they're it. They're great. Right. So good. Um, anyway, so the bulls win the donkeys. Uh, yeah, we've got a landslide. All the donkeys, okay. <laughs> we've got bulls have six, Celtics have one for best tattoo. So congrats, Bulls. Stop, Bulls. You, you won the game. You won the donkeys. Congratulations. You're killing it right now. Um, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes the winner of the game is, loses the donkeys, and, you know, it's disappointing for them. But we we do what we do. Yeah, like, they we beg cannot, us. Yeah. Please let us win donkeys <laughs> yeah. next time. Werner Herzog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never listen to this. <laughs> um, you must never listen to this. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. <Kim. laughs> So next week we do not have a game. Uh, Producer Gabe is going out of town, but we're going to be releasing an episode that we recorded uh, a little bit ago uh, where we watched Space Jam. Girls got some skills. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Let's do some drills. Ooh. If you want to watch Space Jam before listening, please do. If not... Totally cool. We'll give you all the information you need. Yeah, we'll give you a rundown. Um, Have you done this before? Have you watched a movie? In- we did Thunderstruck. Oh, right. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> um, and it was great. It was fun. Have uh, you done Love and Basketball yet? No, but I have, I have seen that. On, I have it on my, our list of potential movies. You got movies. to. Okay. Is that oh. your favorite basketball movie? Well, that and Hoosiers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen Hoosiers like 200 times, though. Okay. And the story behind Hoosiers is crazy. And there's all these tangents that shoot off of Hoosiers, too. Like Oscar Robertson's team loses to the original Hoosiers team, the, the Milan Indians. They lose to them in the semifinals, and then they win two in a row. Mm. And he's the first uh, Mr. Basket- African-American Mr. Basketball in the state of Indiana. Mm. And uh, it, he's fascinating because he's like he kind of fought free agency and got, then got blacklisted from the like coaching and GM positions in the NBA. Oh wow! Yeah. Whoa. So he seems like this surly character, and instead he's like, I did everything, and no one like gave me credit for decades. Yeah. He's awesome. Wow. We cool. gotta watch Hoosiers yeah. too. But love and basketball, honestly. All right. Oh man. I'm down to watch a good movie. Yeah. Because we've only done not great ones yeah. so far. Yeah. I mean, I know you love Space Jam. I do love Space but Jam, but it's not a good movie. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love basketball. It every once in a while, like I, I I was feeling really down like four or five months ago, and I'm like I have to watch this movie, and I couldn't find it, and I just went to bed at like nine. I was like, fuck this day. 
I was so pissed. Like, all I want is love and basketball, and it'll, like, turn the ship around, and I couldn't find it online. Um, I couldn't find it. And I was like, honest to God, fuck fuck all this. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. That's such a bummer when that happens. I usually just watch Jurassic Park when I'm feeling down. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we're, we'll just follow us on Twitter. We're going to post, um, what our next game is going to be. Our, our Twitter's at Dunktown podcast. Um, let's get into our mail basket. Watch out. There's a lot of mail to be delivered this afternoon. Gabe did not like my delivery of that line. (laughs) Basket. I'll do another one. Let's get into our mail basket. I'm using the first one. <laughs> Let's get into our mail basket. Uh, this message is from Ariel. Hello, ladies. Longtime listener, first time emailer. I'm in my second season as an NBA fan, and I love your podcast. Talking about the drama, the personalities, and the intrigue of professional basketball is one of my favorite things, and I love that you go in on this side of the sport. The Milwaukee Bucks were my gateway into the NBA, but I also have a soft spot for the Rockets and the Hornets, too. In general, there's two things I love about the NBA. Number one, great narrative arcs. And number two, hotness. (laughs) For me, I find that these things often intersect. James Harden is a great example. Harden is out here putting up insane points while the rest of his team drags along behind him trying to keep up. He's carrying the team. He's drawing fouls. He's got a beard. It's hot. Hotness isn't just about physical appearance. It's also about personality, flair, and the stories players tell about themselves through their reactions, what they wear, and how they act off court. Totally agree. (laughs) Totally agree. Um... She goes on to say a bunch of sweet stuff. Um, she also said at the end of her email, she put, P.S., being an NBA fan is such in such a small market is fun. I have seen many a Milwaukee buck at our Whole Foods, and one player was briefly my next-door neighbor. <laughs> I met his mom. She was nice. What? Wow. Yeah. So um, thank you, Ariel, for sending us such a great email. We yeah, love it. We, it was great. Yeah. Um, thanks for telling us about your neighbor um i did email her back and ask her who it was and she told me but i don't have it here so that's anticlimactic but um but so yeah. do you do you have a player that you love that's like your favorite player in the league right now right now oh man uh i love damian lillard yeah yeah I th- he's great he he you know he rarely ever misses games he's super calm and composed when he's on the court mm-hmm. Uh, he should have a bigger ego for how good he is. Yeah, I think a lot. Of, I think he's underrated because he's uh, not. He's not as flashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's great. great. He is. A really he's good also player. very handsome. Beautiful. He, <laughs> hey, Dame is a problem. <laughs> I was trying to think of. I was trying to call back to that, but I was like, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> If you want to write us, email us at hi at dunk.town or you can leave a message in our new voicemail basket. Uh, the number is 903-420-DUNK. Um, and you can just call and leave a message and we'll play it on the show. Um, ask us a, a question. Yeah. we would, Yeah, Ask us, I don't know we'll what answer. you could possibly ask yeah, us. But. We, you guys know more than we do. So, <laughs> I mean, you can ask me more about like the... Uh, Chloe Kardashian, Jordan Woods thing. I have a lot to say about that. Um, you can ask like, what's my relationship with, with my mom like, or yeah, you've gotten into that a bit on the show. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll answer some questions if you want, or you can just keep telling us about your teams. We like, yes, we like your we updates. Um, hi at dunked on town is the email. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? 
I mean, you can still watch Shrink on Hulu. Uh, check out. Which is such a great show, and everyone should go watch it. Oh, thank it's you. It's so good. Yeah, it's it was a labor of love for a very long time, so the fact that it's more widely available on Hulu now is fun. Yeah, That's I great. bet. Uh, and then this summer, um, you can see me in The Righteous Gemstones on HBO. Mm. Uh, so that'll be mid or late summer, and that will be very fun, so just look out for that. Uh, What's that? It's a new show coming out? It's Danny McBride's new show. Oh. And it's about a megachurch family um, that oh. is going through some growing pains mm. and corruption. Ooh, sounds fun. Yeah. Cool. I'm I haven't heard about it, the show, but it sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. Check out our website, dunk.town. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, do you like that? <laughs> nodding is it rate and review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen um we're still doing our contest for a couple more days you have until march 1st to uh send us a screenshot of your review to contest at dunk.town um and we'll send you well you'll be entered into a raffle to win a t-shirt uh we just got the t-shirts we just got the shirts i just got yeah we gave (laughs) we gave Uh, one to tim um he's a big fan so (laughs) i assume we're gonna see a bunch of pictures of you on instagram wearing it on the red carpet for your new show (laughs) yeah um could you promise on air that you're gonna wear it to your (laughs) premiere yeah just a white suit with that (laughs) underneath no tie (laughs) Uh, it's gonna look great um well so we're gonna pick two random winners uh from everyone who submitted um thank you so much to tim for being here what a fun time oh thank you i mean a bull's victory a lot of laughs, <laughs> we did. what more we can you so ask for laughs. yeah oh, it was uh, great thank, yeah thank you thank you so much thank you thank you to our listeners for being the best cuties in the world yeah love you love you bye, bye.